Hey everybody, welcome to Life Awakening. As always, I'm your host, Coach Kelly Tammy, out here in beautiful San Diego, California. And today we are talking about you ain't in love, you digmatized. <laughs> yes, I said it. You're not in love, you're digmatized. And so let me let me tell you what that means. So I I, I got a little little kickback from that when I was doing my Facebook live. So today's episode is actually was recorded as a Facebook slash YouTube live. I will put the links in my show notes so that you can see the live version of that if you wish. But um, so by digmatized, I mean, so I saw this meme on Snapchat and this woman, the single mom was telling her children, y'all need to go out and get a job. Well, one of her kids whispered underneath their breath, oh, your boyfriend need to go get a job too. And so that's such a common thing nowadays is women are so quick to let some dude lay up in their house, lay up in their bed. They're not contributing to the household in any kind of way. They're eating their food, using the power and doing all of this stuff. But then when you say something about the relationship being toxic and he's not pulling his weight, the first thing out her mouth is, but the sex is so good. Well, sex ain't paying the bills. I'm so sorry. So like, if you guys got kids in the, in, in the car, please hit pause and come back to this when they get out of the car. If kids are in the room, please put your earbuds in because this is going to be some really adult content today. I was talking about how you have to do your own healing. Okay. You know, I've got several podcasts on here talking about relationships, talking about you're not the janitor in your life. Quit taking on other people's garbage and claiming it as your truth. Another one is single's not a status. It's a word. Know the difference. And that's the one that I kind of want to highlight with this is because, you know, we're so afraid to be alone. Like we, we, there's this mass subconscious belief that if you're alone, you're not lovable or you're not good enough or you're not dot, 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 fill in the blank. Cut it out. That is such one. Number one, it's a lie. And it's not true. You are good enough. You are lovable. You are all of those things. But because you haven't taken the time to do your soul healing before you got into another relationship because you're too afraid to be alone, you get caught up in all of this other bullshit. So now let me let me add to this. I posted a really racy picture, really graphic picture on my IG. So you can go to my IG account at Tammy underscore Loftus and you can see it. So there's a man and it looks like his head is a tree and it has all these branches out from it. Well, amongst those branches are all the women that he's been with. And now they're naked and they're in various positions on this tree. And the branches are connected to these women and they're inserted in the woman in whatever uh, capacity that they are. Okay. And now he has a hatchet in his hand. He has a woman that is standing beside him. She's got a hold of his private parts. And her head looks like a, a nest and it's got two eggs in it. But in her other hand, she's holding on twigs, which implies that she has done her soul work. She's done her healing and she is now ready to enter into a healthy relationship with somebody else. But he has yet to do his healing. He has yet to cut his soul ties. So what is a soul tie? A soul tie is about 
when energy transfers, okay, everything is energy. When you sleep with somebody, unprotected sex, your energy is made. I, you know what? And and I said this in the in the Facebook live or YouTube live that you know unprotected sex causes a soul tie. Any kind of sex causes a soul tie. Okay, women, we are emotional creatures. When you have sex with us, we have an emotional attachment to that sex. Men, they can have sex and there's no attachment to it at all. They're just like whatever. But even by doing that, I don't think men realize that they are sharing, they are taking on that woman's energy. They are taking on all of that woman's past if she has not done her soul work. So if she slept with man after man after man after man, and she's taken on all of that baggage and she's put it in the suitcase and she hasn't unpacked it. She hasn't healed it. She hasn't let go. She hasn't done her forgiveness work because it takes two people to jack up a relationship, not just one. There is not one person that is responsible for a relationship fail. Both parties are responsible. So let me say that up front. And I don't care what the relationship is about. There, every. Everybody in that relationship, when a relationship fails, it takes two people to make a relationship work and it takes two people to make a relationship fail. So that's number one. But if a woman has not done all of her healing from her past relationships where they have broken her heart, she's broken their heart or whatever, she, she too, it has all of those soul ties. You are taking on all of her demons and all of those men's demons and all of the people that they've slept with, all of those demons too. Do you see the pattern here? So the man, all the women that he's all the women that he's slept with, if he's not done his soul work to done the healing before he enters into another woman, he's bringing on all of those women's demons, plus his demons, plus their partner's demons and so on and so forth. And so, like I said, I posted it on Instagram. It's a really racy picture, but there's the, what is said on that post is, is real. And so the comments on it are phenomenal. And it's, it's just to bring to light to you guys what it means to create a soul tie and that you have to do your healing. Like you are responsible for you. Nobody else is responsible for you. You are not responsible for your husband's happiness. He is not responsible for yours. Your boyfriend's not responsible for your happiness. You're not responsible for his. All of those things are true. But you have got to get it into your head that sex is not love. And I bring that up and I make that a very valid point and I share my personal story of two relationships and when I finally had the realization that I had a subconscious pattern, I had a subconscious belief. Like I know the day that I figured it out, the day that I figured it out was October 15th of 2013 was the day that I realized that I had been believing that sex was love for the majority of my life because of all the childhood sexual abuse that I had went through. All, all the, the love that had been shown to me as a child by adults was by forcing me to have sex with them. So that's what I thought love was. That's no fault of mine. Nobody, nobody, I had no realization. I had nobody to look and see, oh, this is, this is what a healthy relationship looks like. I just knew what unhealthy relationships look like because that's what I had been around. And so Digmatized is my own coined phrase. <laughs> that is a Tammyism. So, uh, but I, I, I just want you guys to get ready. I want you to strap up because this is this is going to be real. Like I'm, I'm getting all up in your grill. I'm getting all up in your face, and it's. I, I just want you guys to get it. And 
I, I think it's, you know, of course I have a prejudiced opinion. I think my podcast awesome. Uh, but I, like that Facebook live has already been shared 10 times and I just finished it like 45 minutes ago. Uh, so it's, I, I think it's truly amazing. I think I hit a lot of stuff. Even the men were chiming in on this one and talking about, you know, you know, spit the truth. Like that's true. And, you know, and I, and I even talked about the men, like, guys, you got to do this too. Like you guys hurt just like we do. And you guys got to do your healing just like we do. Like you, you have to be a warrior for yourself. You have to be your own hero. It's not somebody else's job to save you. And it's not your job to save anybody else. It's not your, you're like, you can't make somebody heal. I talked about this last week. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. So you're either going to drink the water or you're going to be a dirt licker. Like there's no, there's no two ways about that. So, you know, I, I, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time telling you what this, what the podcast is about. I just want you to dive in. I want you to sit back. I want you to listen. You might want to get a notebook and take some notes, man, because this is, this is really deep. And one of the guys that I talked to, uh, we, we started talking after the, after the Facebook live and like, I might could possibly get my own radio show after this. This could be totally awesome because he happened to jump in on this Facebook live and he, he admittedly said, he was like, oh, she's hot. Let me see what she's got to say. And then when I got real and I was spitting some truth and I got passionate about it. He said, he's sitting there in his chair. Hell yeah, that's the truth. Say it again. You know what I mean? So like what I'm saying is real and it's true and it's relevant and it's going to help you make your life a better life. Like all you got to do is apply the tools that I give you. It's not rocket science. Like I've taken the guesswork out of it for you. Is it going to be easy? No. Is it going to be work? Yes. Is it going to hurt? Yes. Is Are you going to be better for? Yes, your growth and your healing is so worth it on so many levels. But guys, I, I, I just know that this is going to help you in so many ways. So what I want you to do, please, please, please promise me that if when you listen to this, if you love this podcast and it resonated with you, please take a screenshot of this podcast, throw it on your IG stories, throw it on your Facebook stories, tag me in it. Let me shout out, shout you out. Let me show you some love. Let's get this message out. Everybody needs to hear this. I love you guys to the moon and back. So let's take a minute. Let's listen to my awesome sponsors for this week. And we will be right back with you ain't in love. You just did Am I live? I think I'm live. I'm live on Facebook. And I am live on YouTube. Yay. So I'm live in two places right now. So this will be fun. So earlier this week, I saw a meme and it said that um, it was a, a, a single mom and she was telling her kids that she needed to uh, tell her kids that they needed to go get a job. And one of her kids mumbled up underneath her breath. Well, so does your boyfriend. So that just sparked a debate between me and Tim, who is the friend that I saw the, uh, the, the meme on his Snapchat. And so today I just really wanted to talk about all of that because so here's the thing. 
there's so many women, and, and I'm going to speak from my own personal experience. So I, I'm live in two places. I'm live on YouTube and I'm live on Facebook. And this is going to be my podcast this week. Like, you ain't in love. You digmatized. So here's the thing. We, we get so caught up in the the men in our life because we don't want to be alone. We want to be we want to feel loved. We want to feel accepted. We want to feel part of something. And we will go out of our way to do things for these men and allow them to treat us in a way that is not conducive to us. <laughs> Crystal, hey baby, how are you doing? I love you. You are my... <laughs> Uh, Krista, I love you so much. I cannot wait to see you in Atlanta. So for those of you that don't know me, I am Tammy Loftus. I am a best-selling author. I am a life coach. I am a public speaker. I am coming to Atlanta. So all my Atlanta peeps, if you are in town on November 16th, please come down to McDonough, Georgia. I will be there uh, for the Purses of Hope. And uh, the Purses of Hope is a charitable organization where they get uh, purses and bags and they fill them with toiletry items and things for women and children that are homeless and then they get that on top of that they also give them uh, resources to help them get out of that so I'm super excited to be speaking at this event and give them you know give it to them from my heart man I, I, I've got a big story and I want to let them know that they can get out of that situation you know with the decision and and some some just good old plain old-fashioned hard work you know what I mean it's possible so now back to being digmatized let me tell y'all something so I'm, I'm gonna share a story I dated this guy from 2000 to 2005 he was the first guy that I dated after my divorce and like we hit it off we had sex and I was like literally like digmatized like oh damn this is this shit's good you know what I mean so I, I'm all up in it so like you know we in <laughs> if there's kids around y'all might want to put your headphones in so your kids can't hear this because this I, I, I'm getting real right now all right so I, I'm all up in this. Now, I'm, I have not healed from my hurt from my divorces. I haven't healed from my hurt from past relationships. I haven't healed my hurt from my mom and all the garbage that I went through with my mom. So if you, ha if you haven't seen my Facebook, uh, my Facebook or my IG post today, I posted a, a picture with me and all my, my makeup today. When I was a kid, my mom would, you know, she would tell me, well, if you wear blush, you're a whore. If you wear dark makeup, you're a whore. If you wear lipstick, you're a whore. And a whole host of other kinds of stuff. You know, and that stuff, like, really broke me down. Now, at that age, I didn't know what a whore was, okay? I, I had no idea. It took me a long time to realize, it, it, and it wasn't until I healed that she was spewing out at her, at, at me, the way she felt about herself, Yes, you guys, like, Facebook is blowing up right now. I came here because of the digmatized. So, like, I learned all of those things from my mom. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, all of the hurt and that, you know, when people are spewing hurt on you, it's a reflection of what they see and what they feel about themselves. It really has nothing to do with you. So, now, let's get back to the digmatized. I'm dating this guy, and I, like I said, I have not healed any of my hurt. Like, none. Zero zero of the hurt from past relationships to divorces losing everything you know uh, that I that I owned more than one time uh, and so with this guy like he played it to a T he knew that I liked the sex and that he was super attentive and he did all of this stuff 
Well, now it's like, babe, I need some money for this. Babe, I need some money for that. Well, I'm giving him money. You know, I bought him a car. I bought him a motorcycle. I ended up losing my house. I lost my, my business. I lost two cars. I lost two motorcycles. I got. I went on to get evicted out of three more places because I'm digmatized. I'm not, like I, I'm thinking I'm in love because the sex is good. Well, because of all the childhood sexual abuse that I had in my mind, sex is love. Sex ain't love, man. Sex is not love. I don't care who you are. Sex is not love. Sex might be good, and sex is great. Don't get me wrong. In the right context. Sex is great. So let me add something else to that. So if you haven't been on my IG, so go to Tammy underscore Loftus. I posted a really racy picture on there, and it's talking about soul ties. So in the people that you sleep with, and they become a soul tie to you, okay? That soul tie, when you go to get into other relationships, it hinders you. Okay, because you haven't completely healed. And it's this tree, this this woman is she's holding branches in her hand and her eyes are a are a are a bird nest with eggs in it. She's grabbing a hold of the guy's private parts. Alright, she's 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 trying to get digmatized, I think. Whatever. And so, but his head is a tree, and on that tree are all of these women that he slept with, and they're in various positions, and this, that, and the other, and the branches are inserted into the women. Now, it's a very, like I said, it's a very, very racy picture. I didn't share it on my Facebook because they would get banned, but um, what it was talking about is if you don't do your, like everybody that you sleep with, you take on their energy, good, bad, or indifferent. And so when I say you get digmatized, we we as women, and I'm not going to say that, that it's, it's the equivalent of men being pussy whipped. You hear guys, guys tell their, their homeboys, oh, you just whipped. You know what I mean? It's the same equivalent. We haven't... The men haven't healed. They don't want to be alone. Men, men, men hurt too. Okay? Men have just as much pain as women do. They go through all the same relationship bullshit and struggles that we go through. Like, hands down. But they're taught not to talk about it. They're taught, well, if you share your feelings, you're weak. If you cry, you're weak. If you say you're hurting, you're weak. You're wrong and all this other kind of stuff. And I call bullshit. Cut it out. All right? So, like, it, it is what it is. But you've got to do your healing. By not healing, you keep, it's like packing a suitcase. You're taking all of that hurt from each relationship, one after the other, and you're packing it in a suitcase, and you're packing, and you're packing, and you're packing. Have you, have you been at the, at the airport, and somebody packs so much shit into their suitcase, they got those big straps trying to hold it down? Well, that's the equivalent of you having all of this hurt and this pain from previous relationships, and you've, you've got it in this suitcase, and you've packed, you haven't unpacked it. You haven't healed it. You haven't let it go. And so you feel love because somebody's giving you physical attention. You're getting, oh, I, I, but they're not contributing to your house, okay? They're not paying no bills. This dude will, William I. Nabinette. So if y'all know him, don't don't play in that in that field. I'm just gonna tell you right now because he 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 ain't about nothing. Now. He wasn't contributing to the bills. He was taking all the money out of the house. But I was in love because the sex was good. Because he was there. And he wasn't there all the time. He was sleeping with three other women. And I had no idea. He married one of them and didn't tell me. And was sleeping in my bed two days after he said I do. But I was in love. Okay? I was digmatized. I, I, I wanted that to be love. Because of all, like I said, all of the sexual abuse that I had prior to made me believe that sex was love. Period. 
And so if you had sex with me, you love me. So now imagine all of the jacked up fucking relationships that I had because I believed sex was love. It did that that thought, that epiphany honestly did not come to me until 20, 20 15, no, 2013. I can tell you exactly when it came to me. Dece uh, October 15th of 2013 is when I finally put the pieces. I was like, oh my God. Like, I've been going through all of these relationships over and over and over again. Just the names and the faces have changed. Because I'm thinking sex is love. And it's not. Sex is a beautiful part of love, but it's two very different things. And until you take the time to do your soul work, until you take the time to heal the way you need to heal, until you take the time to look at that relationship and say, okay, what was jacked up about this relationship? What, what did I cause that was jacked up in that relationship? Because it takes two to jack up a relationship. It's not all about one. I don't care who you are. You know, they, they can be a narcissist. That's fine. You know what? You allowed it. They can be um, physically abusive, verbally abusive, emotionally abusive, but you stayed. You allowed it. So, like, it, it, it takes two. And so there comes a point in time when all of that abuse and all of that stuff is coming at you and you fight back. And now you're adding fuel to the fire. Why not just say, you know what? This is not a good thing for me. This is toxic. I can't do this. This hurts. I got to go. You know what I mean? So you're not in love, man. You're digmatized. You like you're maybe lovematized. I don't know. Like, wait, wait is that a word? <laughs> but you you have to. There's there's no other way. I mean, I I, I take that back. You ain't got to do nothing. You grown. All y'all, all y'all adults, you grown. You can do whatever it is that you choose to do. But I'm telling you from personal experience, if you don't take the time to unpack all of those prior relationships, all of those, all of those jacked up relationships, all of those breakups, all of those heartbreaks, all of those times that people said something or did something to you that made you hurt, you're going to continue that and you're going to spew that on whoever, whoever comes to you. And so somebody's going to post something on, the, on their Facebook or on their IG and you're, you may know them personally and you're going to get, you're going to get butt hurt. You, you get butt hurt. You're going to say, oh, she talking about me or he talking about me. They, they just posted something. If you believe they're talking about you, that says more about you. That means that's a hurt you haven't healed. That means that that is a trauma that you haven't healed. That means that you're spewing all of that anger and all of that hurt on somebody else because you haven't taken the time to heal that from the inside out. And so, I, you know, that I, I, I debated with myself. I put it on my IG stories and on my Facebook stories. Like, should I call this digmatized? But, you know, the, the, the title is a little bit longer. But I, I really wanted to break that down. Like, you can't allow, and, and this goes for men or women, okay? I, 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 I'm, I'm picking on women because that seems, because I am a woman. I've been there and I've lived that. I've walked through that path more than once, okay? I, I, I can name two, two men. Will and Jason, both of them, they, I, I think they both love me in their own way. You know what I mean? I, I'm not so much Will, but I, I know Jason loved me in his own way. But he, he had so much hurt, he, wasn't he would not allow anybody to love him. That's, it wasn't okay. And so I wanted to be loved. He was there the day that I almost took a bottle of sleeping pills. And so for me... I needed to have him in my life because he's now my safety net. He saved me once. He'll save me again. 
not realizing I had to be my own. I, say that again, I, I had to be my own hero. I had to save me. It wasn't anybody else's job to save me. It's my job to save me, period. It's your job to save you. It's not anybody else's job to save you ever. So like you, you've got to get that in your head. I really, I, I, I'm not religious. I, I, I'm spiritual. You know, I, I, I believe in God and, and, and that he lives inside of us and, and that we can do all of these things. He's, he's a beautiful higher power that created all of us and we can do all of these things because of him. And if it wasn't for him, I would not be here right now. So I, I, let me say that out loud. But also, let me, let me tell you this. Every person that you sleep with unprotected, you're taking in their energy, period. You are taking on all of their energy, not only their energy, but if they haven't done the, if they have not done their soul work, if they have not done their healing, you are taking on all of the energy from every woman or every man that they have ever slept with, all of it and all of their demons to go along with it. You don't know. You do, you do not know what that other person has been through. You don't know what the women or men that they've been with have been through. So not only are you taking on all of their demons, you're taking on every, all those other people's demons too. If they have not taken their time to do the soul work. And let me tell you something. There's not a whole lot of people that's done their soul work. Like I, I'm being for real. I can tell you right now, I know I, I can make a list of people that I know personally that have not done their soul work. And when I try to help them, they run because they know like doing your soul. It's not easy. Okay. It's not. And, 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 and I get that. And because there's some realizations that you got to go through, like you got to look in the mirror and you got to say, you know what? I got to take responsible. I, I got to be responsible for me. I got to take responsibility for my past, my present and my future. Like there's, there's no, there's no other way. Like, Yes, trauma happened. Yes, bullshit happened. But you know what? From the moment that that in, in, okay, so let me preface this. When you have a trauma or you have something that happens to you in that way, you need to take the time to mourn that trauma, whatever it is. Okay. I'm not going to get deep into how the trauma happened. Okay. So, sometimes we just get caught in the crosshairs of somebody else's pain and hurt. Okay. That, that's really all it is. Wrong place, wrong time. And, and I'm going to leave it at that. But when that happens, you've got to realize that what they did to you has absolutely not a damn thing to do with you. It had everything to do with that person and the hurt that they're experiencing and the things that they've been through that had nothing to do with you. All of the people that they slept with, all the people that hurt them, all of the heartache and all the pain that they had prior to you caused what they did to you. And cause what they do to everybody else. Because I guarantee you, if they're doing it to you, they're doing it to everybody else. You, But you can't see past here. You got your blinders on and you can't see past here because it's aimed at you. It is aimed and directed at you. So you're taking all of that on, which is bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, I, it, and in it, since it's aimed at you, you feel it and you take it on personally because they're spewing it at you. And it sucks. But once you can take a second and you can just like step back and like... Okay, is there any truth in what they said? Yes or no? If that answer is no, then you know everything that they said has everything to do with them. If there's some truth in there, then maybe you caused some of that hurt. Maybe there's some responsibility that you need to take in there for you. Like, oh, I did do X, Y, and Z. 
That's what they're talking about. That's why they're spewing this at me. Not including all the other bullshit that they went through. So all I did was add more, more stuff for them to pack in their suitcase that they got held down with the straps. Okay? So what happens if you're not unpacking that suitcase, you're not unpacking that pain, you're not unpacking that hurt, that suitcase is going to explode. And when I say suitcase, I mean you, that person. I don't want that for you. I don't want that for any of you. I want you to be healed. I want you to heal all of that hurt. I'm telling you, I'm completely hurt. It's completely hurt. Shit. Completely healed from all of my past traumas. It took work. I had to take responsibility for where I was. I had to take responsibility for what I allowed in my life. I think that's the hardest part, especially for women. And I, you know, I, I'm not a man, so I can't come from a man's perspective. But I would assume for men that when you hurt, the pain is, is the same. You know what I mean? Like we, we, we all feel pain. We all feel hurt. Men just don't show it because they've been taught not to. And yes, it, it, it is all about the love. We want to feel love, but at what expense? What expense? Are we going to allow, continue to allow people to hurt us and mistreat us because we want to feel loved? When somebody's hurting you and mistreating you, that's not love. Somebody dicking you down is not love. That's being digmatized. Yes, sex is great. I'll be the first one to tell you, I, I, I'm all about it. But because I know what the, what the spiritual ties and what the soul ties do to you, I'm super particular about who I even let in my, in my space, in my personal space. Let's not even talk about getting digmatized by this one, that one, and the other one. Okay? And then if, if they're not doing anything for you, they're not, they're not filling you up. Okay, so... Number one, it's not anybody's job to make you happy. If you're married, ladies, husbands, you can thank me for this in just a second, okay? Ladies, it's not your husband's job to make you happy. I, sorry, not sorry. Get your feelings hurt. But it's his, no, it's not his job. We have been taught from a really early age in life that we're supposed to take care of everybody else. Oh, well, you can be happy when... You can be happy when you get married. You can be happy when your husband gets a promotion. You can be happy when you have kids. You can be happy when your kids graduate school. You can be happy when your kids get married. You can be happy when. Bullshit. You can be happy right now when you decide to be happy right now. You can be happy when you decide that you want to be happy. It's not anybody else's job to make you happy. And fellas, that goes for you too. Like it's not your wife's job to make you happy. So sit that, put it in your pipe and smoke it. It is not your job. It's not your wife's job to make you happy. Will Smith did a video. He said, he point blank told Jada. He was like, I, I quit. You're fired. It is not your job to make me happy. And it is not my job to make you happy. I want you to go and find out what makes you happy. Go do that. And I'm going to do what makes me happy. And then we're going to come together and we're going to be happy together. We're, we're going to cultivate a happiness together that is totally independent of our own happiness. 
Once you learn what makes you happy on your own and your partner finds out what makes them happy on their own, there you don't need anybody else to make you happy because now you can come together and you can be happy together because you found your inner peace. You found your own love. You found all of that on your own. Then, then, because you've already figured out how to be happy, he's already figured out how to be happy, your, your, your kids, when they go out of school, when they get out of school, it's not their job. It's not your kid's job. Let me say that. It's not your kid's job. I'm going to say that one more time. It's not your kid's job to make you happy. Okay? It's not your job to make your kids happy either. Like when they're little, it's your job to take care of them and make sure that they have everything it is that they need. It's there for you to cultivate what makes them happy. Ask them what makes you happy. And I'm not saying, like, sit there and... and, and baby your children and give them everything under the stars to make them happy like they do they have to they have to figure out what makes them happy whether that's you know these kind of toys they like playing these sports but you can't you can't say oh playing football is going to make you happy you don't know that you can't say because you love football you think he's going to love football or you love tennis so you think she's going to love tennis or you love gymnastics so you think she's going to love gymnastics what if she hates it all what if he hates it all what if he doesn't even like sports? What if he's going to be a nerd? What if he's going to be computer tech and he doesn't want to do anything with sports? Are you going to be okay with that? It's not your job. You don't get to say so because when they get out of the house, when they get out of the house, they have to make them happy. When they get out of the house, they have to do what's going to make them happy, not you. So you got to find your happiness in you. You got to figure out who you are. You got to figure out what brings you joy if somebody asks you to do something and you can't do it just because it brings you joy if you're doing it because you want them to like you you're doing it because you want them to appreciate you you're doing it because you're expecting some kind of accolade you're doing it for the wrong reason and your answer should be no no it's a two-letter word it's great and it's a complete sentence no is a complete sentence. I'm going to say that again. No is a complete sentence. You don't owe anybody anything. You owe you. You owe you to make you happy. You owe you to complete your life and make it the best life that you can do. You owe you to find your purpose. Nobody can find your purpose for you. You owe you to love you. Did you hear me? You owe you to love you. It's not anybody else's job to love you. It's your job. It's your job to love you. It's not anybody else's job. When you love you, you will attract somebody that loves themselves. And when you attract somebody that loves themselves, you can allow them to love you. Because you can't have, nobody can love you until you love you. You won't even allow somebody to love you because you don't know how to receive it. Because you don't know what real love is. And I'm not, I'm not pointing the finger at anybody. I'm speaking from, from God's honest, my own experience. I didn't know what love was. I never, never growing up did I have a good example of what love was. You know what love was in my house? Abuse. That's what it was. If my mom liked you when I was in high school, I couldn't date you because you, you know why? 
Because every man that she liked was abusive. He was either a raging alcoholic, he was physically abusive, he was verbally abusive, he was physically abusive, he was sexually abusive. He was all of those things. And so if she liked you, she saw something that she liked. Oh no, you had to go. I, I will tell you this. In my 52 years, well, I can't say 52 years. So when was the last time somebody, my mom, I was 17. The last time my mama hit me in anger. Because I fought back. She punched me square in my face. And I put that bitch in the wall. And I told her, if you ever put your hands on me again, I will kill you with my bare hands. And she never hit me again. Nobody, nobody, male or female, has ever put their hands on me in anger since then. Ever. Not in a relationship. Not in a friendship. None of that. I broke that chain. That ain't, that ain't happening in this camp. Ever. And so I had to figure out what... I, I didn't have an example of what love was. I didn't have people that I could look and say damn, that's, that's what love's supposed to look like? Like, that's, that's awesome. I want some of that. I, everybody that I saw was divorced. Everybody that I saw, the, the women were man-haters. The men were like, oh, don't get married. That's terrible. Like, stop saying that to people. Just because you had a bad experience married, that doesn't mean somebody else is going to quit poisoning the water for somebody else. That shit ain't cool. Cut it out. Like, what I would do, like, if somebody asked me about, like, I actually, I do have people ask me, like, would you get married again? I've been married twice. Hell yeah, get married again. I would. You know what? I married my first husband because I needed to get out of my mama's house. And, and that, I, I, I didn't know that that's what I was doing then, but I can look back and I can see that now. That saved me. I got two beautiful children and three beautiful grandchildren out of it. And me and him are friends now. And it's great. My second husband, I married him because I didn't think that I could raise two children on my own. And the sex was great. Let me say that again. The sex was great. So I got digmatized and I knew he'd help me take care of my kids. That was a win in my book. There was no, there was no love. I didn't know what love was. There was not love. It was convenience. And that was wrong. And so now that I've done all my healing from the first two marriages and all the jacked up relationships that I've had since, I know what I want in a relationship. I know what I expect in a relationship. I know how to love somebody and I know how to receive love from somebody else. So if somebody asks you, if you've been through a bad breakup and, or, or a divorce or whatever, and somebody says, you know, they're talking about wanting to get married, don't tell them not to do that. What you need to tell them is make sure you've done all your healing from your previous relationships before you get into a marriage. Make sure your possible spouse has done all of their healing from their previous relationships. They've done all their soul work. They cut all those soul ties so that you can be together. Make sure that you are happy on your own, that you're happy in your own skin, that you're happy being you, that you're happy in your job or your business or whatever that looks like. Make sure that your potential spouse knows what happiness is to them and they're not expecting you to complete their happiness. You should feel whole on your own. You don't need anybody else to make you complete. You are a whole person. Hear me. You are are a whole person. You need nobody to make you complete. 
Once you figure out that you're whole, once you figure out that you're happy, once you figure out what it is that you want in your mate, once you figure out that your potential mate is happy, they're happy in their job or their career, they're happy just in life and they, they glow when they walk around before they even see you, that's somebody that you can, that you can marry and know that your togetherness is what love is about. I love love. I love relationships. We're built for relationships. We're not built to be alone. We're not, we're not built to spend the rest of our life alone. Sometimes we just been so hurt. We don't know how to be with another person anymore. And so we love our animals instead. That's a way of protecting ourselves. Oh, I'm, I, I, my, my animals are my kids. I don't, I don't need a man. I, I, I got my cats. I don't need a man. I got my dogs. I don't need a woman. I got my, I got my dog. That's a man's best friend. Heard that before? Oh, I can't be with her because she got a wall up. Oh, I, I tried to get in, but he won't let me in and he got a wall up. How many of y'all heard that? How many of you have said that? That wall are all those soul ties from those past relationships. That wall is that digmatized or that pussy whip that you got from your previous relationships. And then you got your arm cut off. You got your heart broke. It's just the truth. So I want you guys so, so, so much to do your healing. This is what I teach people. Like I, 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 my, I believe, this is my belief that it, my purpose is to help the whole world heal, one person at a time. I, I like I, I went through all of this healing. I have a roadmap. I've got the steps. I got them laid out. And actually, I made the steps easier for anybody that I teach than what I went through. It took me years, and I can circumvent the system. So when I call it the spirit of a warrior, like you gotta have the spirit of a warrior to heal. A warrior can't fight the battles until he's healed. A warrior can't love until he or she is healed. A warrior can't give back to the world until he or she is healed. A warrior can't fight the greater good until he or she is healed. A warrior can't be a warrior unless they start taking responsibility for their past, present, and future. A warrior has to cultivate their circle of friends, people that are going to lift them up and be the wings, the, the wind beneath their wings. And while I'm on the subject, cultivating your circle of influence, I'm just going to throw this out here. I've been talking about this a lot lately on my podcast. But if your friends ain't the wind beneath your wings, when you start talking about your dreams, if they try and say, oh, what you, you trying to leave us behind? You think you're better than us? They ain't your damn friend. Okay, let me say that again. They ain't your friend. They're your friend of me. You know why they're trying to steal your dreams? Because they, they have to look in the mirror and they realize that they done forgot theirs. Your salty ass girlfriend, she wants you to be she wants you to be nasty about your breakup. She wants you to hate your ex because she had a nasty breakup. That ain't right. So say you went through a divorce. Say you want to do um, co-parenting. In a good way. You both, you know, you, you realize that you guys just can't do this together anymore. That you're better apart. But you want to be the best parents for your children ever. Well, your girlfriend, she didn't get that. 
she mad she done turned into a man hater so she gonna feed you hate and she gonna want you to hate your baby daddy she gonna want she gonna want you to hate your soon-to-be ex-husband she gonna want you to keep your children from your ex-husband or soon-to-be ex-husband because she didn't get that she 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 hadn't healed and she's probably not gonna heal and she's gonna spew that on you and so you gotta you gotta put that arm out and you gotta you you gotta protect your you gotta protect yourself, man. You gotta protect your heart. You gotta protect your spirit. You gotta protect your soul. Love her from a distance until she does her heal. Recommend that she do some healing. Maybe you just sit her down and say, "Hey, look, I know you went through some shitty things, but this isn't my circumstance, and I'd really appreciate it if you're not spewing that on me. And if you can't not spew that on me, we're gonna have to distance ourselves from each other for a little while until you get through whatever it is that you're going through." I'm here to help you, but I, I, I'm not here to, to foster all that negativity and that hurt and that pain and that hate and that anger because that's not who I am and that's not who I want to be. Sometimes you got to take a stand for you because nobody else is going to, okay? So I love you guys so much and I'm glad that you enjoyed my title of this about being digmatized, <laughs> um, but it's, it's, it's really important. Like you need to know that sex is not love. All right. You've got to do your soul work. You've got to cut your soul ties. You've got to do your healing. You've got to cultivate your own happiness. You, you've got to figure out what it is that you want in life. It's not your job to people please everybody else on the planet. It's your job to please you. That's it, guys. I love you. Um, no more getting digmatized. Okay. Cut that shit out. I love you. <laughs> I don't, we, we, we don't want to talk about this anymore because you got the message today. And I love you to the moon and back. So, like, again, if you are in the Atlanta area, I will be in Atlanta from November 13th through um, I fly out on the 18th. So we'll say 13th through the 17th. Um, my speaking event is in McDonough. It is the uh, uh, Purses of Hope. It's their fashion show. I'm going to be their uh, guest speaker there that day. I'll also be doing a book signing while I'm there. So please, if you're in the Atlanta area, come see me. I would love to see you hug your neck. Uh, I am trying to get together, like maybe doing a, a, a dinner or something with friends. Uh, if some of my old clients, they're reaching out. Everybody wants to see me, and I would love to see all my peeps in Atlanta. So uh, if you're in the Atlanta area, I would love to see you. Uh, inbox me. Hit me up on the phone. Text me. Uh, let's try and get a plan, and we'll pick a day and a time, and we'll all get together, and we'll have a dinner. And and uh, have some drinks and cut up and I can see everybody and it would be great. Uh, if you would like to donate to the Purses of Hope, go to PursesofHopes with a S dot com. Um, you can do PayPal me forward slash Purses of Hope. Uh, and they've also got a GoFundMe. Uh, if you can't show up to the event and you don't have, uh, if you would like to financially donate, I would so appreciate that if you would help, help, uh, help give to this cause uh, it means a lot to my heart uh, just in case you guys didn't know the statistics in atlanta 40 percent of the homeless population in atlanta is women and children it's it's bad enough that anybody's homeless but for men especially you know it's already dangerous but when you put a woman and child out on the streets and they're homeless the danger level goes up a hundred times you know they they're fighting for their life they're fighting for their food they're fighting for their children's life and they're fighting to to keep their children fed keep them in school keep clothes on their back and do all these things and they're on the street 
And so we want to give them the support. We want to give them the tools. We want to give them the resources in order to get out of that situation. And the only way to do that is through this wonderful, wonderful organization called Purses of Hope. So I hope that you guys will donate and help share in, um, in, in helping get rid of the homeless population. So I love you guys to the moon and back, and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for coming and joining me today. You are the bomb.com. Mwah.